to me, creativity is opening up your soul and just letting it spill out, you know, letting it, letting you be you unapologetically, unapologetically, whatever that means, you know. I am welcoming to the Run the Layers podcast, my friend, artist, animator extraordinaire, Justin Shepard. Sir, how are you doing? Yes, yes, I said all of that, because yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm blown away right now. That's uh, that's some intro, sir. (laughs) Uh, I've been, good i've been inspired i've been been learning yeah doing a whole bunch of learning recently and in a helpful way i'm not just bogging myself with information overwhelming myself yeah that's good tonight that's that's kind of where i've been is just as far as like in general especially in this time you want to well as an artist you want to learn you want to constantly be learning and bettering yourself uh, but at the same time, you want to overload yourself with information to where, you know, you're stressing and stuff like that. For me, it's like more so like yeah. stuff going on in the world. It's like, well, yeah, I want to be informed. I just don't want to be taking in so much information that I'm like pessimistic and like down on what's happening right now, while at the same time trying to be a creative and like create stuff and not <laughs> do that. Yeah. It's, it's a wild spot to be in, you know? You don't want to overwhelm yourself because as soon as you say, hey, what's going on? Out, oh, my goodness. And you're getting everything. Everything. <laughs> it's like you're just in your bubble creating greatness, and you're like, oh, this is amazing. I wonder what's happening outside. And then you just creep the door open, and the whole thing falls on top. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, like, you are... You inspire me in many ways, just you as a human, you as a father, you as a creative. And because I remember you, you know what I'm saying? We both marched in A&T's band, you know what I'm saying? Way back in the day, you know, and, the, and to, see your, to see your progress as a human from then to now <laughs> is just amazing. And I appreciate, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your friendship. I have admired you from giddy up, sir. You were a legend before I even met you. Like, listen, I just, I just, be B. I just did a little something, something. Man, I ain't gonna let you be out here trying to gas me up. It's about gassing you up on this episode, this, this here podcast. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to ask you a series of questions, and you know, you're like the test case for this podcast because I want to, you know, see. Because the the whole thing about this podcast is kind of talking about creativity and kind of getting different viewpoints on it and get diff- different people from different walks of life and different, like, because I'm coming at it from a graphic designer, but you're an artiste and animator. So to you, what does creativity mean? What does that even mean? To me, creativity is opening up your soul and just letting it spill out, you know, letting it. Letting you be you unapologetic, unapologetically, whatever that means, you know. For me, it's 
letting something out on paper, you're letting something out on the screen. It doesn't matter whether I'm using a pencil, pen, a stylus. I, for myself, need to just be in a place where I can let out what I'm feeling, let out a random thought, let out something I'm looking at, uh, let out something that crossed my mind a while ago, you know? It's being able to just manipulate something for fun. But the thing is, you could take that same art, that same, like, with negative space, you know? You guide somebody's eye to a certain part. You could take that animation and it could be a Bugs Bunny skit, you know? And just because it's Bugs Bunny, you automatically go back in time to childhood memory. But Bugs could be doing something political. He could be doing something racy, you know? That's what I have to think about. I mean, you can just mold it. You can mold your pictures. You can mold your animations. The fancy things that you do with graphics and Photoshop and the other folks do, I can't hit that. But I don't know. When I look at that blank page, I'm just like, cool, I have this pencil. And those pencils, I think I'm about to play in the sand and make some clay. Because it's like, it's, it's just making something out of nothing. Like make taking what's in your brain and putting it into the world like oh yeah i just had a thought and then it became real and it's like people yeah. who like, write stories and stuff like like all th- like thinking about all the characters in tv shows and movies and all kinds of comic books and all this somebody thought that and then yeah used that and then released it out into the world and it's, it can be very, and one of the things that like I know I deal with is transitioning your brain into realizing that you can do those same things. Like you're, cause we're so used to being the consumers of stuff. So it's like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool thing. And we're like, we're looking at other people as if we're not capable of those things. But then once you start doing things, yeah, look, like, oh, I can do these things. I can do it too. And it's wild thinking about it because I'm pretty sure that's how it was for both of us. Man, when I first realized that I can make the animations that I'm looking at, man, it blew my mind when I got my hands on Photoshop and then I got my hands on that first tablet. What? What? Oh, my goodness. And then you, you're like, oh, well, I can't really draw, but I can maybe do this. Well, I like these things here. And then that maybe turned into, wow, look what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just all about taking that first step just taking like taking that first step so it's like so with creativity like how are you using it in your life on a day-to-day i have my you know my draw times my sketch times my animation times but uh i'll take some time out well creativity is helping family connect a little bit closer well a lot closer uh my daughter Lotus, she started animating and she's really working on it like five days a week like it's a job it's crazy but she's doing it just for fun and now we have that to talk about a little bit more and now she's getting into details she's talking about this is moving too fast she wants to slow down the frame rate and like get some details getting into some technical stuff here Lotus, that's I really cool frame rate. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even know what that was. And then Carrera, we're getting into different types of things. We do more improv together, you know? Like 
more vocal art. And it's really cool. We'll just, she'll pick a topic or something. I'll pick a, pick a word and then we'll just go off of it. Just improv or a scene or just a short couple, couple minutes dialogue or something. And it's just fun. Shoot. Another physical spot. We're setting up a sunroom right now. And it looks like an office slash just arts and crafts spot. <laughs> just because of the different types of things that we have and the types of things that we do. It's just everything ends up turning into art and creativity. And then when I'm at work, people, they're just looking at me. Dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here, man? You're such a weirdo. Like, you sit here drawing on boxes of peaches and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Why not, you know? But might as well just do 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 what it is you do wherever you can do it, you know, because that's that's the telling of that you really love to do something and then that's kind of like when you constantly think about doing something and you're like doing it even when you're at home, you're at work, then that's a sign that you need to fulfill that and you need to go towards that. Yes. And it's like... And that, I was just going to say, that's that spark, that's that obsession that you need. Like you, you have to be a little mad about what it is that you want. And not upset mad, but like a little crazy about it, you know? Yeah. It's just like if you got somebody that you like that you're after, you got to do something a little different. Just walking past me every day and go get it. Yeah. It's like that with our art. Whatever our art is. With this animation, like these studies I've been doing, this class that I'm in right now, it's all really cool. And then remembering other things, you know, like little stuff. Like when you were a kid, you didn't just sit there and just say, I'm going to make up a superhero. You're going to draw a Superman or Batman or Spider Man. It's the same thing once you get older, you know. And it's not that you just want to copy somebody's stuff, but it's just the fact that the person's art that's already established, they have techniques built into the art that even when you go over to copy it, like, it's going to get into your muscles. Like, you're going to learn something just from replicating somebody else's art, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, as long as you're not trying to trying to monetize it, you just use that to kind of grow. And like speaking of like, looking at people's stuff for inspiration like what's what's your favorite creation by someone else and what's your favorite creation by you oh my goodness gracious the creators of Goren Lagen um uh one of the companies of all of them who is it TV Tokyo yeah they have their hands on a lot of works that I enjoy but it's that particular style that you get you get it a bit in Kill la Kill. You get it in the movie that they did. Um, you pronounce it Promade, but it looks like Promade. <clears throat> and it's not just the color choice. It's the line work that they do. You get a little atmosphere change. No, the whole screen shifts. They might do a rotation, like 85 degrees. And that's a lot of animation work right there because it's 2D. You just pan the camera 85 degrees on a flat pane. <laughs> so you have to create that happen. And then these guys, they just can't do it. 
the sidewalk form. You know, it goes through different hues and color, like it warps. They bend it. They take this concrete and turn it into water, and they turn it right back into concrete. And I just, I thoroughly enjoy watching anything they do. What about you though? What, what you, what you, what you created that you that you really did? That was a hard one, um, but I ended up picking something. It was an exercise that I did, and it was me taking some good notes there. That uh, this guy, he was telling me about a shape change. And he was saying that when you do your shape changes, that you don't just have to do something basic, you know. It can be two simple shapes, but how you get between them, that's where you can have fun. And I made one where I had fun. I went from a straight line to a square to a circle. And what I did to go between it, it was so cool, you know, the line, it grew in segments and then it expanded to a square and the square opened up and it had moving mechanical parts in the middle of it. And then that spun out to a circle and it's so quick, but I had fun making it. I was paying attention to my processes. So all the pieces kept their same volume for the most part, because with 2D, Volume is something you got to pay attention to. You have to make volume. You have to make reality make sense because nothing is there. You know? Yeah, you can draw a perfect circle, cool, but can you make that circle look like it's got 50 pounds of pressure on it? Mm. Realistically. Mm. So you got to do like, a, that reminds me of like the, the channel ID, little motion graphic thing I did for Creative Bobby for my YouTube thing. It's like, one, that's one of the reasons why like, I admire you and all animators, because that stuff is not easy. <laughs> people, people take it for a joke, like, oh, the little five-second little thing that you saw beginning of the video. You're like, oh, that's cute that they did that. No, it, it took a lot more than five seconds for that thing to come to pass, okay? There's storyboards. People had to, like, go over stuff over and over again and don't let there be music involved because you got to cue stuff to music like anybody got time for all that and you're doing like hand-drawn anime like i'm i was doing like in after effects like i'm gonna just say hey go here and then you go there you out here like frame by frame like like the uh like the the pumpkin little jack-o-lantern thing you showed me where you're like moving it around yeah to, to, to the naked eye, to like regular, to the layman, people might look at that, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. Whatever. No, that is a lot. Like you have to make it, because especially in 2D, you're making it. it you don't have, the, you don't have the, the advantage of 3D where it's like you're programming the world and then things are happening. The dimensions, yeah. Yeah, but you're like. Oh, no, you're all of it. All of it. You are the program. You're it. You're the algorithm. <laughs> you're it. You're the processor. Your monitor is your is your paper. Like all of it. You're the whole pipeline. It's all got to go through you. But I mean, learning the tricks makes it a lot easier, though. And then, no, yeah, the experience. Yeah, a lot of the animators and people in the business that I've been paying attention to now, even the directors, they all keep saying the same thing: fail, fail faster, make your mistakes quicker, and it helps you out because. When you stay in that American grade school mindset of I can't fail, I need to get it right the first time, it, it needs to be perfect, you're just going to keep lagging. You're not even going to fail. You're just lagging. 
it, you're holding yourself back, opening myself up to just art. What's going on? I can cry into my tablet. I can vomit into it. I can yell into it. I can whisper sweet nothings into these pages, man. And I just accept it, whether I like it or not. I'm like, cool, this is it. I just accept it. And yeah. it makes a difference. Like, that's really, that's that's dope. And that's true. Like, if you stay, if you stay in that mindset of, oh, I can't do this, or how am I going to do this? Then you're never going to get the experience. Like, there's graphic designs I made when I was in college that I'm like, ugh. Now I'm like, ugh, why did I think that was dope? But at the time, I was just doing stuff, you know? And then, and then the other thing is being a creator, you're so close to what you create that at some point you're not, your eyes aren't the eyes that are going to be the most accurate when it comes to judging it. It's because you've been in the grind so much that you're like, I've, I've lived with this for however long I've been working on it. So to me, I just see the flaws. I just see all the mess that all the mess that it took to get to that place but like somebody who's just seeing it the first time is going to be like oh wow that is incredible and you're like really that was i, I was judging myself a lot on that that feel that trash <laughs> all that but and then it is though it really is and it's we're all the worst, worst critics and i've been working on that a lot more recently because dude you just never know like like, dude, how many pictures did I throw away? How many pictures did I delete? How many animations did I delete? Because I didn't like them. And any one of those could have been the one that I was looking for, or that I'm looking for, you know? Don't delete that stuff. You keep that stuff. You, Because even, even the stuff that you're like, man, this is trash, if you keep it. Because there's been times where I've been working on something, and I've been working on a project and it reminds me of a previous project that didn't work out. And it's like, wait a minute, maybe if I update that, that might work for this. Or like, it's just like you had the idea. Yeah. A lot of times in the process of creating things, you'll have the idea, but not the execution. You won't have the skill to execute it then. But if you keep the idea, yep. you can, once, you, once the skill and the idea catch up to each other, then you can do it. You get to go. Illustrators, animators, and storyboarders, especially them in particular, we have thumbnails. But the thing about it is you have to make your thumbnail though. And it's pretty much, you just jotting the little outline down. It's never any bigger than a sticky note. I mean, you can just do it on a piece of paper, but that size, that's the size you want to keep in mind. You don't ever want to go bigger than a sticky note. And you just get the rough of the idea out, whatever it is. You know, it could be a scene, it could be an intangible idea. But if you know how to draw it up, just the rough, thick figures, basic shapes, you know, circles, ovals, rhombus. And you can just work it out real quick. And those, they help you. Sometimes you date them, sometimes you don't, but you keep them in an area where you're not going to lose them. You, know? you have a wall, you're crazy. That's what's uh, a part of the physical library that artists are supposed to have. I want to ask you these last two questions. What is something you've wanted to create but haven't? Okay. And what's making, what's stopping you from doing it? <laughs> I have two things. Hold it down while you're the first one is uh, this idea for an animation I had back in 2010. 
And it's it was when I was still working at Office Depot. And then I was walking down the street, and it was really hot. And I jumped into the air, and I just crashed into the ground like a comet. But when I did, it wasn't destruction. It was just a cloud. And when the cloud cleared up, there was some molasses right in the middle of some investment, you know? <laughs> it's like a big island with water all around it, just right in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> And that's something I want to animate because I was just thinking about it. You know, all them days walking to work in the heat, in that tight Office Depot uniform. Yeah, that'd be so cool. And I haven't forgot about it yet. So that's something I want to do. And the other idea is uh, I want to animate biblical snippets, you know, like pieces of stories from the Bible. Which is very interesting. I haven't my Bible. I don't be ashamed of it. So I ain't been in there like that recently. So uh, that would be a good incentive to get back in there. You know, Ooh. dope. I like so, it'd be really cool. A lot of people don't understand the Bible. So like I have a few more things to learn for the second one. I figured out a way to actually get that animation. Now I have been procrastinating on that one though. Mm. Oh, the old the old fashioned villain procrastination that that old guy it's always there yeah ready to clock in oh but i'm working on it i'm working on it because an issue i had with that before was i was trying to draw some characters and i kept having all these roadblocks all these different issues i couldn't get the proportions right and then i wasn't for sure the style i wanted them to wear I wasn't for sure the ethnicity I wanted them to look like. And I've been busting through some of those things. I use them as excuses because it wasn't something that couldn't be overcome. You know, it's just something that would take some extra effort, a little research on my end. And I figured out a way around most of those things or through them. But now, yeah, most of it's just procrastination because I wouldn't even have to do full animation where I do frame by frame. I could set it up almost in an animatic style, you know, like the live comics where there'd be a slight movement and then they'll just pan across. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that would be enough starting out. <clears throat> and then if people really like it, you know, maybe I could get, link it with another animator or at least another illustrator and then they could do some drawing and I'll just animate. I'll just give them, you know, my base ideas so they know the look that I'm going for. That's dope. That's dope. I dig it. I, I dig it, Justin. And I dig, like, like I said, like, being an animator and being an artist that draw, draw, like, I salute you, sir, that can actually do that stuff. And I would just leave you with, like, I encourage you, and I'm always here to support you, and I just want to make sure that I am doing my part to let you know that I rocks with you, but I want to see this content, Justin. I want to see this content. You got your logo. Yes, sir. You got your moonbeams. Listen, so all I'm saying is get that work out. So then when you win all your Oscars and your Emmys and stuff like that, I get my <laughs> shout out. That's all I'm saying. I just need my shout out. Oh, man. <laughs> But I'm about to get some content out really soon. I've talked to Blue. You know, we had a talk. I got all these recordings because I've been recording my illustrations and animations. Yeah, but that's that's the other thing, too, is, like, using 
like coming together like as the collective and kind of like being able to utilize our friends creative gifts because like the the goal the goal in life is to do what you want to do and then outsource everything else like you're like this is what i want to do so get to a point where i can just do what i want to do especially in a creative realm you want to be like okay if i know people that do that let me just collab with them so they can do that part of it then you can focus exactly exactly well justin i definitely appreciate you being my first guest on on this podcast you have dropped some gems some jewels and yeah man i tell tell the people where they can find you on the social meets i thank you for having me uh you can find me on the Facebook under Moonbeams. You can also find me on the Instagram, Moon53Beams. Uh, you can find me soon on the Twitter. I will update that to Moonbeams. Um, <clears throat> DeviantArt, Moonbeams. Uh, Moonbeams everywhere. Uh, just look for Moonbeams on any social media site. Sounds good. It sounds good. Well, thank you all for listening I to me. Mean, podcast uh, make sure as you go along in life teach as you learn and inspire as you do see y'all next time